this is Pallavi welcoming you to a new episode of Eva India Insights podcast of Generative AI series. In today's episode, we explore the ethical dilemma of generative AI in cybersecurity that focuses on the delicate balance between privacy and protection. Joining us is a distinguished guest, Prashant Chaudhary, our cybersecurity consulting partner at EY. He comes with a wealth of expertise in delivering cyber security solutions to financial service clients across the globe. He is also a client service partner for leading GCCs and financial sector clients at EY. Welcome to our podcast, Prashant. Thank you. Thank you, Pallavi. And what an exciting topic. Um, if I look back, November 2022, that's when OpenAI launched its chatbot, ChatGPT. It took the world by storm almost overnight. And today, if I have to give an analogy, I think uh, we are just seeing the basic or a very basic version of generative AI and its capabilities. It's like we are looking at a Nokia candy phone and we have absolutely no idea that what type of a feature feature phone this might evolve into. So we should not judge generative AI and its and its capabilities by what it is able to do today. I think we should judge and do our conversations on what it would become and do in the days to come. Thank you, Prashant, for those invaluable insights. Now, to proceed with our first question, uh, like other AI models, generative AI depends on data to work at its best. So in order to train generative AI in cybersecurity, we believe that the data it will need will be of people from the organizations that it needs to train to protect. Will this not be creating any privacy issues? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, of course, there are privacy challenges. Uh, uh, some challenges are discovered. Many more challenges are still coming out as more and more use cases pop up. And uh, it is pervasive across uh, all 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 generative AIs, be it Chat GPT, be it Bert, uh, be it uh, uh, Dali, Mid Journey, so on and so forth. It is it's a, the whole model is that you use uh, training data, you train the uh, generative AI, and then uh, the AI comes out uh, 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 as a as trained, and then whatever output it is supposed to give. It will give to us basis uh, the data that was used to train the model. And uh, uh, in this business, uh, uh, this of course, uh, the source of data is internet and there are a like lot of web scrapers, web scraping which is going on, which brings the data to train these base models or the LLMs as we call it of late. Now, the biggest question comes in is that the data which is available on internet, it belongs to uh, you know, a lot of people, some data is available with proper consent and authorization that it can be used for these purposes. Some other data was put there and nobody even thought that, you know, when I'm making a website and I'm putting some details about my business, about myself, uh, uh, that uh, somebody will scrape it and use it to train a, a LLM. So that aspect itself, uh, you know, is still under consideration that uh, uh, as because uh, if you go by uh, privacy regulations, uh, GDPR or even other leading regulations across the globe, there is always something called, you know, uh, if you're using my data, you need to have a legal basis. 
Now, if you're scraping my data off the Internet, then the question is that what is the legal basis you are having to scrape the data from my website or any other data source which I have and then use it to train your uh, generative AI. Uh, the second question comes in is uh, copyright infringement because uh, you know my data could be copyrighted and uh, how are you ensuring that uh, that infringement has uh, not been uh, violated then there are other questions which will come in uh, which is uh, bias uh, public safety uh, and then there's so much uh, sensitive information which goes in to train these uh, llms so you know as is Peel the onion when it comes to privacy and generative AI. Uh, this long way to go. So based on our previous questions, Prashant, do you think generating synthetic data could be the solution in dealing with copyright and privacy issues? Yeah, I think uh, synthetic data is a very interesting conversation happening uh, to address all the uh, copyright, legal and other concerns when it comes to training the LLM. And uh, there are multiple interpretations of synthetic data, uh, but uh, for this conversation, I'm assuming that synthetic data is basically you generate that data using a computer, and then you use that data to train the LLM. While at the look at it, at the first look, it looks to be a good, good method because you know this data then uh, will be cheap, it is scalable, and you can generate infinite type of data variants. But the challenge which comes in is that a computer generated data or a synthetic data, it will always carry the reflections of the algorithm with which this data was generated. And then when you use this data to train the LLM, the LLM will always get trained based as the input data which came in. The LLM hence may or may not reflect the true state of the beings when it comes to its training. Hence, uh, it goes back to the point that uh, we can use synthetic data, but then we will have to go back and look that how exactly the synthetic data itself was generated. There are other conversations which are coming in, which is anonymize or tokenize uh, uh, the PII and other information. In that approach, what, what you do is you still scrape the data and then uh, you find out what is a personally identifiable information or what is the other information which falls into the sensitive data set? And then you just replace that with uh, anonymous uh, uh, labels so that uh, uh, the exact individuals cannot be identified. It then you know takes care of PII privacy and some other issues and then you use this to train your LLM. Before we wrap up, Prashant, our one last question to you is that across the world, lawmakers are looking at regulation and regulatory bodies to keep generative AI from going astray or being misused by rogue actors. Could you give us an outline of what is happening around the world in this area? Yeah, so uh, when it comes to regulations for uh, 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 LLMs or generative AI, I think one thing which is there in the headlines of late is Sam Altman's decision to reach out to most of the key governments and the heads of governments and persuade them to put robust regulation to control the generative AIs. In fact, there was another interesting call which came from quite a few influential people which said that uh, we should pause 
any and all development in generative AI technology till the time we really get a handle on how to control this technology for the benefit of human usage. So, so, so that's a very interesting uh, and I would say broad spectrum uh, input which is coming in that uh, we need to look at this technology very seriously and we need to put the guardrails around it. In fact, across the globe, uh, there are nascent stages of uh, regulatory uh, uh, inputs which are coming in. NIST has come out with the AI risk management framework. Uh, uh, there is a European Parliament uh, which is pushing for EU Artificial Intelligence Act. Then uh, European Union Agency for Cybersecurity is talking about uh, cybersecurity for artificial intelligence. US uh, SEC is talking about AI, cybersecurity and risk management, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so I think a lot of regulations are coming in. Uh, the worry is that uh, we should not overregulate it. Uh, we should also not just, uh, uh, you know, underregulate it. So I think it, it would be a, an act of fine balance. The other point is that uh, this technology is pervasive. I think it would just makes sense if there can be a consistent regulation across the globe. Thank you, Prashant, for providing all this valuable insights on these cybersecurity issues. It's clear that as generative AI evolves, we must navigate the delicate balance between privacy and protection to ensure its responsible and secure implementation in cybersecurity domain. Thank you. Thank you, Pallavi. And uh, it's a fantastic series of podcasts which you're running. Uh, and uh, it was fabulous interacting with you today and uh, let's do it again in the days to come thank you thank you once again uh, thank you for joining us and on that note we come to end of this episode we hope you found our discussion on generative ai in cybersecurity insightful to know more about generative ai visit our website right away and do leave us some suggestions on topics of generative AI that you would like us to explore. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye.